Welcome to Transition Podcast. My name is Noma. Let's chat, people. All right, so this is season six, episode five, and this is Tales from the Web. I'm not even sure, I've lost count whether this is Tales from the Web six or seven, but this is Tales from the Web. I'll figure that out and I'll put that in the title. Um, so today, I just want to briefly talk about some things I've come across online and just focus on two things in particular. One is a reality TV show and one is from a lady I follow on Instagram, an American, African-American lady I follow on Instagram and how they touched on and how this reality show and this lady touched on two things that, um, yeah, I just want to talk about quite briefly. Uh, my plan initially was to do this episode with a friend of mine. We actually recorded something, but then I listened back to it, the audio and everything it just the network wasn't networking <laughs> so it, it just wasn't clear and um i didn't want to edit it to the point where it just wouldn't make any sense so hopefully i will get her again and if she's listening to this chamaka i'm really sorry um hopefully we'll get again some other time and you know network will be on our side okay so before i get into the conversation for this episode i just want to read something that i wrote um and it's titled, <laughs> Let's Talk About Love. Let's talk about love, the heartbreak of it, how suddenly it can end. Like a thief in the night, it creeps up on you and pounce. Or like a game of tag, you're it. You're doing everything right, putting in the work, then tag, you're out. Let's talk about love, the suddenness of it. Like a thief in the night, it creeps up on you, pounce. Or like a game of tag, you're it. You're running away with all your might, but then tag, you're in, in love, so deep. How could this be? But yet it is. You're the one whose head is in the clouds. You're the one who takes late calls into the night. You're the one whose every sentence is about him, about her. Let's talk about love. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Love does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable and it keeps no record of wrong. It is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wings out. Love never gives up, never loses faith is always hopeful, endures through every circumstance. Love will last forever. So obviously the last part <laughs> um, is a passage in the Bible. It's taken from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 8, but everything else was from me. Um, and, you know, Debanj, I think it was Debanj, he has this popular song where he starts off saying, don't get it twisted, love is a beautiful thing. And love is a beautiful thing. You know, when you have love in a, in a faithful or in a good companion, romantic relationship, in friendships. Um, one of the things that made me smile so much for my birthday that passed was not just like family members who called and checked in, but friends, you know. And to be honest, I'm one of those people who I'm always amazed. <laughs> I'm always amazed when love is comes my way. 
you know, in terms of people just pouring love on me. It humbles me because I know that, you know, it's God's extension of his love for me because I don't, I'm not doing anything to lobby for this compassion. I'm not doing anything to buy, you know, this attention or this affection. It is God just putting his love for me in the hearts of these people, even my immediate family members as well. And that is what, that is what I am receiving from them. So I'm always really humbled. Um, and I'm never one to just be like, oh, of course I'm awesome. That's why everybody, <laughs> that's why everybody loves me. No, I've, I, and I never want to be that way. Um, I always want to be amazed and humbled by the fact that someone thought of me and called me on my birthday or thought of me and called me in the middle of the day or sent me, you know, <laughs> sent me some money because I crossed their mind. It, I'm always humble because I just know that that is God loving on me. I remember a while back, I listened to something, um, Nicole Simulan, she's a gospel artist and she was sharing how, you know, she, she's been married, I think twice and divorced, I think twice, if I'm not mistaken. And she was sharing how in that process of her going through, I think has the second divorce, just how lost she felt, but how people were just, she really believes that people, God was sending people to her to comfort her. Like people were checking in on her. People were, you know, just doing stuff for her just, and just for, and she just really felt like this was God just wrapping, wrapping, sorry, himself all around her. And so I'm very conscious of that as well. I, I'm also conscious that when people are loving on me, I don't see it as them, you know, because as human beings, for the most part, we can be really selfish and self-centered. So when someone else is reaching out, that is God working in them to reach out to you, to love on you in that way. And it's the genuine love I'm talking about, you know, not the love that is looking, necessarily looking to get something back. Um, so what is it I want to talk about today? So yes, I want to talk about love, but I want to talk about it from the from the angle of single, singleness and singlehood. Um, so I was listening to a popular, um, Nigerian couple that preach about marriage and relationships and all of that. Um, and I don't want to say their name because <laughs> I just feel like if I say their name and someone listens to this and then goes to their church, the person either now says, Oh, take out what this person was saying about, you know, um, so I was listening to their, them on YouTube, um, one of the conferences they did about, you know, relationships and things. And I found it really insightful. And, um, and yes, I did find it really insightful. There were a lot of things they said that I was like, oh, this is good. I'm, you know, this, this makes sense. And one of the things they did say was talking about how, you know, quoting something in the Bible that talked about how, if you are single, you know, you have more time to invest in the kingdom. And then when you are married, that's the way Paul had put that in scripture. And maybe on the next episode, if you're interested, I could look for it and then actually read that out for you. And so they were encouraging single people like, you know, take this time out and, and, you know, be, be invested in kingdom work. And I get that, you know, I get that, um, you know, but as someone who has been on both sides, so to speak, um, you've been single, you've been in a relationship, you know, so I, I do understand for me when I hear things like that, I remember just hearing things like that as a, 
you know, in my own singleness, as it were, and just feeling like I get that. But at the end of the day, the loneliness can still sting, you know, the loneliness can still sting. Occupying yourself with kingdom work and with being busy in church and and all those things is it's beautiful. It's good. I mean, you can do that even as a married person, right? But but I do understand that you can devote much more time to that as a single person when you don't have children or a spouse or a partner like to cater to. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't take away the singleness. And I think for me then, the way I used to hear that was almost like, the loneliness, sorry, it, you know, I used to hear that thinking like when you're doing all these things, the loneliness will go, but it doesn't necessarily go. You still have those moments where you feel lonely. You still have those moments where you come home and there's nobody, <laughs> you know, to talk to about your day, so to speak. And you, you still have those moments where, yeah, you're busy yourself with kingdom work and, and Valentine's Day is around the corner and you're not getting anything, you know, you're still, you're busy yourself with kingdom work and, you know, people around you, your close friends are getting married or even giving birth to like your second children. You're busy with kingdom. So being busy with kingdom work, it's a good thing. But for me, I feel like what what um I want to make clear, especially for anybody who maybe like me thought that that meant that when you're be- being busy with kingdom work, every feeling of the loneliness and and wanting partnership just fades away because you're busy with kingdom work you know it doesn't happen like that you know you're still going to have those moments where you're going to feel very alone and I remember having a conversation with my sister I just have one sister (laughs) I remember having a conversation with my sister about aloneness right and we were talking about it I think a year or so ago and she was saying the truth is that there are people who are married and they are alone you know, in their marriages as well. So being the the feeling of loneliness is not even just peculiar to you being a single person. There are times in a marriage where you can feel very alone because your partner does not, either because maybe you're intentionally shutting them out because you don't want them to know certain things or just because you're going through that period in, in your marriage where just both of you are not just on the same page about so many things or one major thing and that is creating some sort of distance or maybe you've just never been, right? <laughs> and so all your struggles are there, like keep your challenges to yourself type of thing. I mean, that's sad, but you know, there are some people like that, you know, like your challenge is your challenge, but when I'm going through something, all of us are going through it together. Um, So yeah, so being alone and feeling loneliness is something that um, is, you know, it's, it's something that happens and it's, it's the thing that I came across in this reality TV show and this lady on Instagram. So I'll first start off with the lady on Instagram. Um, so this lady on Instagram, she's a cancer survivor, but she, you know, in the process of going through the, the, the whole therapy and the treatment to, to treat her cancer, I interviewed her, um, in 2021, I reached out to her on Instagram and, um, for a particular piece I was working on. And then I started following her. And so, so she's a cancer survivor, but in the process of going through treatment, I think one of the drugs she took or something started, you know, she, the, one of the main side effects of the treatment she went through was chronic back pain. I think that's it. I think it's a, it's a chronic back pain. And so she's, she's an amazing person. She's always, you know, bubbly on, you know, Instagram for the most part and, you know, very, um, 
yeah, very sweet, very, you know, animated in, in most of her posts. She has a, a cat that she calls her child, you know, and she, you know, she used to post things about the cat and herself and stuff. But on this particular day, she was in tears and she did a, a video and she was in tears about just the challenges she's been going through. And then she talked about just being single and going through this pain alone, you know, not having someone to care for for her or somebody she could actually lean on, you know, in a romantic setting. And yes, she has friends. And that's another thing, you know, it's good to have friends. It's good to, I mean, I personally, <laughs> I think it was last year. I st last year, my mission was one of the things that was my goal, my vision for 2022 at the start was to be intentional in friendships. And by the grace of God, I thank God because I think I really did well in that regard. Um, I was very intentional about friendships. I was very intentional about be keeping in touch because I know I'm not good. I was like, okay, I, I really want to, I really have to work hard at keeping in touch with people because I know that I can be very bad at that, you know? So you can have friends, but that does not take away the fact that sometimes you need your own person. And, and so I've, I've seen this lady, especially on Instagram, she has posted herself having lunch with friends. You know, she has posted herself going out with friends, but she was on this video crying and just talking about the loneliness of going through this health challenge and not having, you know, a partner to lean on in that. And my heart really went out to her, you know, because I feel a lot of times we try to, and not everybody, but even church sometimes, to be honest, we try, we, we, sh we almost like shame people for saying that they need someone. It's like, why isn't Jesus enough for you? <laughs> you know, but it is the same Bible that said it is not good. God was the one. Adam, Adam didn't say, hey, God, hi, I'm alone. Can you see that I'm alone and it's not good? It was God. It was God who looked at Adam and said, it is not good for man to be alone. It was God who, you know, in Genesis, it's documented that he, every animal he created, male and female. It was God. So God knows the importance, the beauty, the significance of partnership. It is the same Bible who says that two are better than one because they get a better return for their labor. You know, so it's not a situation where we're saying, oh, some. so I think like even like for me, like growing up in certain church communities it was almost this thing of especially if you were a woman, you know, expressing a need for a relationship. It was almost like you were not being satisfied with Jesus. And, you know, it's a complex thing. There are layers to it. Right. So there's a way like that could infer that right you're not spending enough time developing yourself you know in faith and it could also be that this person has spent all their time developing themselves in faith and they are doing that they are committed to that they are walking with the lord the lord is walking with them but at the end of the day they come home they want to sit with someone and talk about their day they want to have their feet rubbed they want to joke they want to laugh <laughs> you know i'm laughing now because there's, there's this inside joke me and my mom have and i don't <laughs> I don't think I'll share it with the world, but you know, there's just, there's this, they just want that companionship and there's nothing wrong with it. And I loved that this lady on Instagram was putting it out there. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you, that you don't want to be alone. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you have love that you want to share, you know, and 
you you also want to receive love as well so there's nothing wrong with that um and so she was just talking about so when she was talking about just the loneliness of going through the challenge my heart really went out to her my heart broke you know and and i was seeing people like and I, that's the thing again i don't understand when people put something really heartbreaking on like instagram or twitter or even facebook and people start liking it like what are you liking are you liking that this person is crying like what are you like especially people who like and then don't comment like hello what what does that mean um and i don't really comment on people's stuff on instagram but for this one, I didn't comment either and I didn't like it, but I did feel it. And, and now thinking back, maybe I should have commented and just said something encouraging. But, you know, sometimes when people are having a moment, it's not time for you to get all, you know, um, wise, so to speak, and be like, oh, let me tell you about yourself in that moment. You just allow people to have their moment and be vulnerable and, you know, break down. And when they're in a better space, if it's someone you can actually talk to, you know, then you can say, okay, do you know what? Let me tell you X, Y, Z, but not in that moment where they are feeling very vulnerable and, you know, just alone. So I saw that. And then, so I'm a fan of reality TV. If you've been listening to Transition Podcast since its inception, I've talked about it, my, my love for reality TV a number of times. I do love reality TV. I watch almost all the only one the only one i think i don't watch like honest honest that i know of i mean there are so many but i watch almost all or i have watched almost all ever reality tvs but big brother i don't i don't i the last one i watched you know i think was the one about south africa nigeria and some other people some other countries sorry but after that i just was like i'm not interested so there's this reality show on netflix called love is blind and if you don't know love is blind i don't know what to tell you please go and know it Go and know it from season one, right? Um, and season one was such a hit. The couple, the couple, there are two couples that came out of season one, but I'm just talking about one couple. Uh, I really, really love them. And I really hope like they make it till the end of time because they made so many people like who had, you know, given up on love, just believe in love type of thing. They were so, it was just, they were just an amazing couple or they are an amazing couple. So anyway, so, so I guess the success of that episode, they've gone to episode two, they've gone to episode three, um, season two, season three, and now they're on season four. And so in watching season four, I also noticed this theme of singleness, this theme of loneliness. There's one of the ladies in the this particular season who just talked about how just a heartbreak. She has a high flying job career. She's doing well in her work. She has a very, you know, bubbly social life, friends, you know, events, all those things. But she was talking about how just at the end of all of that coming home and having and coming home to no one, you know, and she was talking about just how sometimes she has when she's having dinner in order not to just feel that being alone, she, she FaceTimes her friend, any of her friends, and then both of them have dinner. You know, she's just having conversation through FaceTime with this friend and they're both having dinner. And again, I felt, I felt that, I felt that again, as someone who has been on, on, on both sides, I felt that I understood that. And a lot of times it is this loneliness that makes people, some people, rush into things and 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 that is also true and that's why we have to be be careful you know loneliness can make people rush into a relationship that or a marriage that is just not for them because you're trying to escape this feeling of loneliness but again like like my sister wisely and rightly pointed out you have to know that the feeling of loneliness 
can also happen in marriage. So if you just marry someone just because you don't want to feel loneliness, there's every tendency that when you then get married to the person, you might still feel that loneliness because the, you know, your decision was not based on the right thing. And, and so you may find you know, pockets of things where you now realize, oh, this person is not really my person. Me and this person, we're not on the same page. Me and this person, blah, 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 blah. And then your lives become very different. So you're both married, both living under the same roof, probably also having children, but you're very alone in your experiences of life and day-to-day things. So anyway, back to this lady of the reality TV show. So she was talking about loneliness and just how you know, and just the reason why she was here, that she was looking for love. She wanted to, you know, find her person. Like they always say in Hollywood, <laughs> you're my person, right? That they, they made that phrase so popular. And just my heart just went out to that because I could just, I could just understand that. I could just understand that. And, um, you know, this is not to say like, I don't have any profoundly <laughs> wise thing to say, but just to say that, look, I do like, I do want to say to anyone who's listening to this, who is single and who is having this, you know, feeling of loneliness, you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. So many single people are feeling that. And it's not because you're not, you're not doing well, you know, you're not doing well in your career or you're not doing well in your social life or you're not doing the work, even in your spiritual life, in your relationship with God. But loneliness can still happen you know loneliness can still happen when i was having the conversation with chiamaka before the network was networking you know and i was saying to her that as fine as you could as fine as an individual could be and be like oh i'm okay in my single status there are those things that often remind you of your single status in a way you don't want to be reminded of and that's that's okay and i feel like the truth is, you know, have people, have people that you can talk to. And I want to say for people who are like in relationships and are just so blissfully happy, <laughs> you know, show, extend some grace, you know, extend some grace. Don't to single people, you know, don't show off. I remember I was telling someone many years ago, she was telling me about a friend, her and this, we went to secondary school together and we ran into each other and, um, and, but we've lost touch now. But many years ago, she was telling me how another, another late girl who we went to secondary school together, she was really close with, they were like best friends in secondary school. And she's like, when they came out of secondary school, this one got married because she was dating the person she had been dating in uni from like year one or whatever. So they got out of uni and then they got married. And so she was still unmarried, this particular lady, let me call her Lucy. And Angela was married. And she was like, she noticed that Angela started like avoiding her and, you know, like, you know, the way sometimes married people, <laughs> the way it can, it can be. Um, and so she just, she and she, Lucy just decided, okay, I guess I, I can see what you're trying to do. And so don't worry, I'm going to leave you alone. And I remember I was saying to Lucy, I said, look, one, pe- one thing people don't understand is that the fact that you're married is not that you're better than the person who isn't, is grace, is grace. That you have children and this other person doesn't have is grace. So when you understand that what you have received, you've received it because of grace, not because you're better. There's a different way you carry yourself around people who don't have what you have. There's a way you talk to people 
who don't have what you have. You're not arrogant. You're not boastful. You're not, you know, you're not um, superior. You're not now look at me and who art thou. You are humbled. You are humbled. And so I was saying to her, I was like, that's the thing people forget. They just think that the fact that they got married first or the fact that they got that job first or the fact that they bought that big house first is because they worked hard. It's because, you know, they lost weight and it's because they were using the right soap. <laughs> you know, and I was like, when you, when you understand that this is the grace of God at work, it's different. And so for people who are in beautiful relationships, beautiful marriages, and you have single people around you, I mean, it's okay if you're married and you don't really want to have single friends around because of whatever reason, you know, that's, that's okay. I'm not here to say, no, you must keep your single friends all around you. You know, I trust your judgment, whatever that is about. I trust that, that it is sound, but I'm saying the way you make them feel, be gracious, be gracious about it. People, people are going through things. People are going through things. This particular lady on Instagram, you, you would, until that video, you would never know that that was a burden that she was carrying. The loneliness of having, dealing with this health challenge all by herself. This lady on this reality TV show, amazing job, everything, has her own house in the US, all of that. And from the outside looking in, active social life, you wouldn't also know that she, she got home and probably always cried herself to sleep because she was going to sleep, going to bed alone or she, and she was waking up alone and she was, you know, you wouldn't know. And so people are going through things and so whatever it is that you have, be gracious about it because that is what, it is the grace of God that extended that to you. And for those who are single, you know, I just, there's a, there's a passage in the Bible. There's a passage in the Bible that says that God places the, the lonely, the lonely people in families. And I just want to say to you, single guy, single girl, single dad, single mom, desiring relationship, desiring companionship, God sees you, God sees you, and you just have to believe that. I just remembered now, there was something a while back, last year or the year before when I was praying, or as I was getting ready to pray, and I believe that, that God dropped this word in my heart, and I, and I typed it out on my phone, <laughs> but I, I, I will just say it the way I remember it now. And it was like, everything that, everything that you see on this earth, is an evidence to what God can do. So again, going back to my love for vision boarding, I'll, I'll talk about vision boarding this 2023. Something interesting happened, but maybe I'll talk about that by God's grace, should the Lord tarry <laughs> ending of this year. But get a vision. Look for, look for that relationship. Look, look for that, that couple that represents something, not the, the couple in themselves, because sometimes we don't know what couples, they may just be giving us a show, but what you believe they represent to you, not them, but what, what they speak to you of and get that before you, or just, you just have something that you've bookmarked and say, okay, when I'm ready for a relationship, this is, 
this is what I want to set before me at that time. Like this is the thing I want to be looking at when I'm now in that space to actually desire it. But if right now, right now you, you are single and you're desiring companionship and you're desiring partnership, God himself has said that he places the lonely in family. So God is not just going to give you one person. He's going to give you one person that it comes attached to so many things, just just so many people. He's going to give you a family. That's what God is saying. I'm going to give you a family and I'm going to surround you. And I just want you to keep hope alive. Um, I want you to just know that you are not alone. Um, if you want to talk, you know, I am here to talk with you, um, to listen, um, Transition Podcast 2020 at gmail.com and you can follow me on Twitter, Norma Writes. And you know, just share your heart with me. I'm a really good listener. I mean, I should make a business card that says that. <laughs> I'm a really good listener and a good talker, but I know how to listen, to be honest. So if you just need someone to listen and just just share your heart and whatever, by the grace of God, <laughs> whatever my experience and you know divine wisdom gives God's wisdom gives to me to just share with you I will but just know that you're not alone and don't feel don't feel ashamed don't let anyone make you feel small for saying this is what your heart desires because you know the Bible says in Matthew that God knows what you need isn't it he knows what you need already so the fact that you're hiding it from him (laughs) you're just you know you're playing because he sees it and he desires to give it to you. So yes, love is a beautiful thing. Don't get it twisted. And may this year, as long as you desire, if that is what you desire, if that is not what you desire, you can jump and pass my prophecy. But as long as you desire, if it's this year, you will find it this year. It will find you this year. That is my prayer for you in Jesus' name. So until next time, bye-bye.